Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else. Who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me? Oh, the way that God loves me. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else Who can't seem to comprehend And just pretend, just pretend to love me The way that God loves me God loves me The way that God loves me But I bathed in the mind Submerge myself in the decay of the world Making bad decisions over and over again. Drenching my pillow with tears again. Thinking the void could be filled by a man. A man who blackened my eyes, demolished my pride. As he daily belittled my self-esteem. With each raise of his hands, I had to muffle a scream. But I don't have to stay here, trapped in my pain here. My Redeemer conquered death, hell, and the grave. Yahweh lives so my soul can be saved. The way that God loves me, yeah. Way the God loves me. Mm-hmm. Way the God loves me. Mm-hmm. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend. Just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. I can rise, rise from the dark clouds that will weigh me down. Shake off the chains that were keeping me bound. I can use my broken pieces to encourage someone else. Speak life to a situation. Release my brother, my sister from a state of depression. Because you don't have to stay here, trapped in your pain here. Jehovah lives. You too can be saved. Why do I doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else. 
who can see, comprehend, and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. Mm-hmm. The way that God loves me. Mm-hmm. Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you, wherever you are listening in this world. And for those of you who will be listening to our replay, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is another session of the Sunday Morning Inspiration here on the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. I am your host, Dr. C, a.k.a. the Mediator and Shiro, right here at our ground zero. Today will be all about living a life of humility. And this are 15 to 60 minutes of motivation and inspiration. I want to start your week off on a positive note, especially during these trying times. Our inspiration for this week comes from Ephesians 4, too. And as I said, I want you to start off your week on a positive note so that you can be prepared for whatever comes your way in these trying times. Today is all about sharing ideas of how we can bring back the human spirit. You all know that in many countries throughout the world, including here in the United States, most of us are on some type of lockdown, stores are closed, most places are closed. Um, We are in our homes. So many of us are with um, family members that we don't see that often during our normal uh, busy lives. And now we're getting to learn about the strangers living under the same roof, whether it be your significant other or whether it be your children. And then we have to remember the elderly, those who are sick and shut in, who may need help that we can also uh, provide assistance to in these times. I'm going to be reading two editorials from Allie B for our show today, the one from uh, last week and week before last. Uh, I thought that it would be fitting to do that. But before we get started, as always, I want to give a shout out to all of the countries and provinces who have supported us for these 10 plus years. Um, These uh, places have always been there shining brightly to help us continue our journey. For a little over a decade now, we celebrated 10 years back in February. So with that said, a special appreciative thank you to Australia, Belize, Brazil, Cambodia, Canada, Chile, China, Denmark, Germany, Greece, India, Indonesia, the Ivory Coast, Jamaica, Kenya, Macau, Malaysia, Mexico, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Pakistan, the Philippines, Romania, Russia, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, South Korea, Spain, Sweden, Thailand, Trinidad and Tobago, Turkey, the United Kingdom, the United States, Vietnam, and of course, those of you who 
our analytics aren't picking up, we do have some unknowns. So thank you to you as well. At some point, we will be able to identify who you are and where you're from. But for now, know that. I want to thank you. Thank you so much for all that you have done to give us the inspiration and motivation that we need to continue all of our programs here on the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network that is under the umbrella of the Wall Foundation Incorporated, which is an IRS-recognized and approved 501c3 nonprofit. So that is the mother company that supports all of our programs, both virtual and real world. We are going to go into our meditative mode before we get started. For this, you'll have to be in a lying or seated position. I don't want anyone to get hurt because our eyes are closed. don't want you to lose your balance or anything like that. These are breathing exercises. So lying or seated position, we're about to get started with that. So lying or seated, eyes closed. Let's inhale. Now exhale slowly. One more time. Inhale. And exhale slowly. Inhale one more. And exhale slowly. Now, for those of you who are new to our program, two things. You can continue your breathing exercises for my students. I know that you will have your pads and your papers out and pens and all of that. So feel free to do that as well. And if you enjoy our programs, there will be times of silence that I give you to digest what has been discussed up to that moment. Figure out where you can apply it in your lives. And if you know anyone who can benefit from our programs, please share, share, share away. Because it is my hope that our programs will be able to touch the world in some way at some point. So we're going to jump right into our programs. Well, our readings for this week, as I said, um, this week's inspiration comes from Ephesians 4.2. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. That's from the New International Version. And also another uh, take is with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. That's the uh, verse that is up on our show's uh, promotional website. But for today, I want you all to know that we are in some really trying times that many of us, we can't even begin to understand what's going on. We've never experienced this before. So I'm going to jump into Allie B's editorials from week before last and, of course, last week. And then we're going to jump into our lesson for the day. Restoring faith, faith in humanity. Now is not the time to panic, but it is very hard not to. 
We are amid a pandemic, and there's nothing we can do about stopping COVID-19 from coming. It is already here. This virus, like other viruses, does not discriminate. It is an equal opportunity illness. While we need to be cautious and we need to practice good hygiene, we need to be kinder to one another. If this pandemic does not teach us anything else, I hope it teaches us that decisions we make can affect others. Whether we know them, like them, or share the same political views or not, this is a virus that will socially isolate us, but it shouldn't divide us. We're in this together. While it is important to protect ourselves, we need to make sure we are protecting others as well. Think about that when you're out stockpiling toilet paper and other products, some for others. Stores are restocking as fast as they can. Be patient and kind to the people working in the stores. They have the same concerns and fears as you do during this time of uncertainty. Now is not the time to panic. Now is the time to work together for the greater good. We're going to jump right into her piece from last week, which is social distancing, an introvert's dream. Now's that the time to be an extrovert. If you are an extrovert, I can only imagine how difficult it must be to go from freely socializing to being shut in at home. It's no longer business as usual, and we do not know how long coronavirus will restrict our access to one another. Once we get a better handle on this widespread virus, we may never go back to what was once our normal routine. As a lifelong introvert, I'm okay with this time to be at home. Mind you, this was just the first week, and I might feel differently as we likely have to be home longer than a few weeks but mostly I am relieved to be home. I am looking forward to recharging myself as I find that many of my interactions with others is emotionally and physically draining. One person, hobbies are my specialty, and I am looking forward to catching up on crocheting and writing. I do not envy anyone who thrives on physical contact or direct human interaction. Most introverts will have an easier time of adjusting to living in solitude. From an introvert to all extroverts out there, here are some tips to living your best extrovert life while staying indoors indefinitely. Thankfully, technology has made it easier to reach out to others while under quarantine. Go through your phone list. Have someone you've been meaning to call have been too busy to do so? Give that person a call. Shoot the breeze and catch up on life. This would also be a good time to clean up your phone list and remove anyone you really should not be calling. You can also FaceTime or video chat. Social media. 
Pick your platform, reach out to people, add to your friend list, or find some new people to follow. Share information, be mindful of fake news, and respond to what people post. Read. Have any young people in your household? Know of some in another household? Record yourself reading aloud to them or organize a read-aloud session. You can also consider creating or joining a book club. Meetup. Virtual meetups have started to spring up. Organize a neighborhood Zumba class or find some activity you can do with a group without having to leave your home. Make a pen pal. Many senior citizens in nursing home and retirement communities are not able to have visitors. Consider writing a letter to someone and make a new friend or two. This is by no means an exhaustive list of activities extroverts can do. Even though we must limit physical interaction, we don't have to limit reaching out to others. Hang in there. Hashtag alone together. And Allie B. touched on so many points for all of us to consider. How many of you have seen the news where people are stockpiling toilet paper and food? And uh, there was a picture of someone that had a cartload full of packages of chicken, chicken pieces. And I'm like, where are you putting all this food? How big are your freezers? And so many of you, you have all of this fresh food, and many of you can't even cook. And we know that there's selfish people who decided to stockpile to try to make easy money, to sell things at um, deflate, inflated prices. We know that people are selfish like this in this world. We know that people are greedy. We know that people out here trying to make that profit without consideration that what they are doing is hurting so many other people. This is that time that I'm getting quiet already in our session because so many of us, we are living under the roof with people we don't even know. So many of us have been living so far above our means that We've been working ourselves into holes. We have been doing so many things. We don't know our own children. We haven't taken time to rekindle the fire that got us to fall in love with our significant others. Now we are forced back into this place. Some of us feel like we're in a prison, while others We just feel as though we're trapped with strangers. We're in that place that we're not comfortable with. I always keep old-fashioned board games on hand, and I live alone. I may get invited to someone's house. I may go to a neighbor's house, check on a neighbor. We may play virtual board games. 
our children, their necks are going to be bad by the time they get older because they're always looking down. Their thumbs are going to be erect because they spend their time texting and looking down. There's no human interaction anymore. We live for ourselves in our own little personal bubbles. Now is the time that the great I am, the, the universe, they're forcing us back together to remember what it means to be humans. It's a shame when you have to announce that you managed to find toilet paper and people are giving praise for that. What happens if there's no more toilet paper, people? What are you going to do? What are you going to do with 27 rolls of uh, packages of toilet paper? Not just rolls. People are buying tons and tons of huge packages of toilet paper. What are you going to do if you run out? So many people are practicing gluttony. All of this food that they brought, they're eating it within the first couple of days. There will be no more food. When you go out, people like you, you help cause the empty shelves now. So if you eat everything now, you won't have anything. You won't find anything later. What does this time teach us? It teaches us self-control. It should teach some of us humility. Check on the elderly. Check on the sick and shut in. Check on the people who cannot run to their cars and get in and zoom, zoom to the store to get whatever they need. There's nothing in the stores right now. Me, I'm into healthy lifestyle, healthy living. I knew that I could go to the store and get things that most people weren't even thinking about getting. Piece of cake for me. I called people and I said, hey, listen, I'm going out. Do you need anything? Some people took that as a way for them to uh, exert their power over me. So they're scratched off of my list. Some people took that as an obligation. Some people made it a point to think that it was because they were in control of something. And they chose not to look at it as a blessing, but as a means of control. And while we're at it yesterday, our program was about the law of karma. That was humility. We had a very up-close and personal conversation because I say, you can join all you want here. This is virus-free. This is a place for the masses to gather in a safe environment. But while we're talking about the children who are home without lunches and meals and the children who have no place to go other than school, remember something that a lot of us are locked in with our abusers. Domestic violence is, uh, domestic violence is already on an upswing, an uptick, because now so many men and women are now locked into that place with their abusers. We have to be so vigilant. People know the signs. If you're calling a friend and you know that there's stress in their voice or the way that they respond to you has changed, call the police and have them do a welfare check. It's better to be safe than try to convince yourself that you did the right thing by minding your own business if something happens to them. Yes, I'm going to have these silent moments. I want you to remember 
what it's like to be a real human being that interacts with other human beings. Some of us, we know we have to come together. Yesterday's program, we had a caller from the West Coast out in California. One thing that we do, we are very diverse. We have callers from all over the world. I have listeners and supporters from all over the world. Just as we were putting together a program to send care packages and toiletries to students who need that type of help and products in Guyana, this hits. So we're all on lockdown now, and the products that we need to be shipping, we cannot find. We need you to support us. We need you to help in any way that you can. All of your support is tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law here in the United States. We are under the umbrella and auspice of a 501c3 nonprofit. We need your help in these trying times. You can show simple humility by your support. We have been living in a time for the last couple of years that has promoted division and separatism. And then this comes along and this shows us that we have to come back together to help one another, to work together. We must do this. It's part of the human spirit. It's part of this thing called the circle of life. This virus knows no shame. It has no discretion in who it will attack. Doesn't matter your social economic status. Yes, I question why people in Hollywood can get test kits when the people who work every day who are struggling cannot. They're quick to announce, yes, I have coronavirus. I have it. I got tested. How did you get tested when the masses, the people who are here at ground zero, we can't even get the proper testing? Some are still walking around not knowing that at this point they're carriers. They're spreading it to other people. And word to the wise, when you're out getting your petrol, gasoline, whatever you want to call it, whatever the fuel is that you run in your vehicles, cars, whatever you call them, make sure that you wear gloves. Because the same people who don't wash their hands or are practicing bad hygiene, they need to get the fuel for their vehicles too. And they're touching those nozzles and all of that, and you're coming along behind them, not being vigilant in the fact that you should keep your hands washed. You should do all of this. Just take gloves. Get yourself a mitten, whatever you have. Many people have some type of glove. And when you get back in your car, I'm not saying to keep any type of sanitizer in your car because so many places it's getting hot now, and that may not be the best thing to do. But keep many ones that you can refill with you on your person, on a keychain, whatever. You need to be healthy. You need to practice healthy hygiene. And I have said this before, the same people who weren't washing their hands, who were not using proper hygiene, they're still not going to do it. I saw a um, a video project that a group had done where they were watching to see who was not washing their hands. And one of the um, producers, he confronted a gentleman coming out of the men's room. He said, you didn't wash your hands. No. He said, would you like to go back and wash your hands? The gentleman said, no. And he meant it. 
So we have to be vigilant for ourselves and our loved ones. We have to make sure that our children are practicing healthy hygiene. Those of us who've always done it, we're going to continue to do it. Just have to step it up a notch. We can't touch our faces. We can't do what we usually do when we're in that thought mode, how we may put our hands on our chins or do something of that nature. Or When we're tired, we tend to put our faces in our hands, in the palm of our hands. We can't do that right now. The people who've been dirty and practicing unhealthy hygiene are still going to do it. So we have to combat that by making sure that we are extra vigilant in what we do. Check on your neighbors. Maybe you'll meet a new friend. I live in a neighborhood where I wave to certain people, but I don't want to talk to them every day. I'm close to very few, and I like it like that. But if I notice that things are wrong and things are not, um, people aren't moving or the lights aren't on in their homes and they should be home and things like that, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to check on them to make sure that they are okay. If I have enough time, yes, what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask people that I know maybe shut in. Do you need something? Long before this virus had come about, I had a neighbor who was sick with the flu. I made her chicken soup. Whether she ate it or not, I don't know. But I did my part by helping. And other people, she said, made her soups. This is what you do, people. This is part of the human spirit. Do what you can. Stop hoarding. Those of you who took all that toilet paper, shame on you. Shame on you. Those of you who hoarded up everything, then you go home. You don't even have a place to put all that food you bought. Shame on you. Shame on you. Yes, I'm silent because I'm upset. Some of you, it's not because you, you're, you're scared. It's not out of fear. You're not doing fear of buying. You're just joining the masses. You want to keep up with the Joneses, as the old saying says. You don't want to care about anybody but yourself. Some of that food is going to go bad before you can ever eat it. And some of you, you'll go in, you're healthy, you're happy. You're going to sit there. You're going to gorge yourself on all of this extra food. You'll be out of food again within a week. Lord only knows how many weeks this will last. We know that it's a minimum of two, three, or four, depending on where you are. And you're sitting there with all of this food because it's all about you. Then you have your children home, and they're going to eat you out of house and home because that's what children do. The only saving grace was that you could save on some of that food because they were going to school every day. Then you have those of you who are trying to send your kids out to get the free meals when you know good and well you're one of the hoarders who've taken up all that food at home because it's all about you. You have lost track with what it means to be a human being. You have lost track about what it is to endure the human spirit. 
I'm going to continue to pray for your worthless souls because the day, you know, as I said yesterday, we have different um, panelists who come on our uh, Focus Females Global Chat Cafe show that airs at 9 a.m. on Saturday mornings. I said, you have one panelist and host who always speaks love, 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 love. I'm that person that gives it a different spin. You can't love everybody. Some people don't even love themselves. Some people are locked in with people who want to control them, but they do not love them. This show has survived because I always try to give you different facets of living. Sometimes you can't love people and stay around them. You have to love them from afar. That does not mean that in times like this you cannot check on them. They may be without food. There are people out here who may not have our points of view. None of my programs, none of anything that I say is about to get you to think how I think. I will share game plans. I will share starting points. I will share different scenarios, but only you can figure out what part of what I've said you can apply to your lives. If I were to sit up here and try to drill my points of view into everyone's belief and into your heads and into your psyches, I'm not a very good teacher. I'm not meant to be a motivational speaker. I'm not meant to be an inspirational speaker. I know that as many people that hear me throughout the world, you're in different cultures, different beliefs. I know that. What I'm trying to do is to let you know that whatever you're going through, you are not alone. If you need me just to be that listening ear, I am here. If you have hear words that can resonate in your lives, please take what you can and do with it as you will to help you continue or to start your road to health, happiness, and healing. You know, it's so funny, the caller from yesterday from California after the program, I had shared the contact number and all of that, and he reached out. He called, and we talked for a little over an hour. And there were certain things such as the fact that I actually picked up the corporate phone. Um, He just happened to have gotten me. The phone rings through to several people. I picked it up, and I approved the call, and he got through to me. I want people to understand that I am right here with you at ground zero. And when we're at ground zero, what do I always say, students? And I know some of you, you're around probably talking to people who are listening with you. I say that ground zero doesn't mean that we're at rock bottom. It means that we are on solid ground where we can regain our footage, dig in deeply and prepare to propel ourselves to new heights. We're going to soar with the eagles. This is not going to annihilate us. And for those that will bring many of us together in a more strong way, others are still going to be selfish and insensitive, and you're going to be the ones who are going to end up catching that virus, being sick, 
because of the life that you lead. That's called karma. And some of you, you may be carriers. You just don't know. And for those of you who are foolish enough to believe that you're young and it can't affect you because your immune system is A100, mm, not so much. But so many of our young people have grown up without guidance that they think that they're invincible. Live life on the edge, die young, make a good-looking corpse. Now is your time, parents, to talk to your children. Now is your time, couples, to rekindle those flames. And that doesn't mean make your... Uh, coronavirus babies and all of that. If that's what you choose to do, so be it. But there's other things you can do, like talk to one another. Get to know what's been going on. Since you don't know what's been going on for the last, God only knows how long, you've been doing your own hustle and bustles. People out there who are creating memes and making jokes about all of this. And some of us, we know that we have to laugh to keep from crying. Some of us, it's in our nature and our DNA. We have been those who have been oppressed throughout history. So we have to sing, dance, and laugh to keep from crying. Others, you think that your privilege will keep you safe. And yes, uh, Hollywood is a classic example of how money talks. They can go somewhere and get their virus uh, test just out of the blue. Maybe they're paying extra for it. Who knows? They can afford to do that. And with this new stimulus package coming, if you really take time to read between the lines and see what it means, the people who need it the most will be the ones who receive the least. And don't you think for one minute that anyone, no matter what side they're on, has our better interests at heart. Nothing is ever as it appears to be. And when or if you get that stimulus, will you spend it wisely? Will you hold on to it for future emergencies? Or are you just going to go out and splurge and end up broke again? There are so many people who are not getting paychecks right now. There are people who've already been laid off who do not know how they're going to make their rent or their mortgages or get medications for those who are ill. There are people out there. who don't have answers to those questions, bring back humility. Bring back the human spirit. One of the definitions of humility is a modest, a low view of one's own importance. Humbleness. Can you be humble? Humble. I'm sitting up here looking for different definitions of humility.
I'm looking up um, certain uh, ways that humility is used. Even in the Bible, when pride comes, then comes disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. Be mindful, people, of what's going on around you. Be respectful of others. Know that we're in this together. It's not about you. It's not about me. One of the ways I'm considered high risk, so one of the ways that I can help is by doing these programs. That's one of the ways that I can help. How are you going to help from this point on? How are you going to help? What are you going to do? You hear that they have toilet paper, you're going to run out and buy some more? Where are you putting all of this stuff that you're hoarding? You have a house full of people that are strangers, and then you don't have anywhere to do anything because you've hoarded up so much, things are piled up everywhere. Some of you already had homes that were loaded with stuff. Now it's even more loaded. Now you have human bodies running around. The law of humility states one must accept something in order to change it. That means we have to accept the fact that we're living in this me-first society. It's all about you and it's not. If all one sees is an enemy or a negative character trait, then they are not and cannot be focused on a higher level of existence. How many fights have you seen on social media where people put up videos of people fighting over toilet paper rolls or a pack of, of beef or chicken or whatever it is? Fighting. You see fellow humans as your enemy because they're trying to get that last roll of toilet paper. Heaven forbid, when you've already been out and gotten 88 rolls for yourself. And this should also teach us about how we're wasteful. I know someone in my life, they would take a roll of toilet just keep rolling it around their hands, rolling, 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 rolling. Like, what are you doing? How much of that do you actually think you're going to use? How much is it going to be useful? Then they'll do it again. Little white, roll, 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 roll. Not because I'm sitting there watching them, but because that's how they said and tried to teach others how you're supposed to use toilet paper. Roll, 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 roll. I'm like, what? Being wasteful, people. Being greedy. Dismissing the needs of others. So with that said, I think I've said enough to think about for this week. So again, I want to pray each and every one of you enough. I want to pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I want to pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I want to pray you enough smiles to turn the frown you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I want to pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may 
be at your door coming your way from this very moment and beyond. So until next time, I'm just going to end the program and give you a lot to think about. Remember the human spirit. Be well, be blessed, and I'll see you soon. I'm going to leave on our meditative music for a few moments, and then I'll end the program. 45 minutes of wisdom can be worth a lifetime of humility and civility. I hope you take heed to my words and become better humans and realize that we are in this together. Until next time, be well, be blessed. I'm C. Maria Wall. I'm just a phone call, text message away. 202-618-2556. Be blessed, stay safe, and I'll speak with you again soon. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.